Hey everyone, welcome back to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 235. My name's Evan, I'll be your host this week. We're a man down, with me only is James this time. How are you doing, James? Uh, you know, I'm good, man. I'm excited to be here. Uh, glad to be on the show still, you know, after the death of Michael. Uh, mm-hmm. We will soldier forth. Rip in peace. <laughs> Rip in peace. It's so funny. When you were gone for, like, you were gone for a week and me and Michael did the show, I was like, Evan's dead. And <laughs> yeah. I listened to, like, a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Evan's yeah. passed. He's gone. He's gone out to a better place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael's away. He's away for the week. He'll be back next week. He's got stuff going on. But yeah. Glad to be here, man. Yeah. We are both uh, fully caffeinated. I, I feed my habit with Rockstar Pure Zero or Monster uh, Zero Sugar Energy Drinks. And you have some uh, bastardized coffee. That's right, man. I've got the chocolate milks, uh, the chocolate milk of coffees, uh, Hershey's chocolate syrup with about three or four ounces of vanilla, fully sugared, uh, well sugared almond milk from the factory, and then some, I can't even think of the blend of coffee. It's some It's some coffee I picked up that I have shipped to my house a crate a week, one crate a, crate a month. <laughs> Seriously, I get like... I'll have a gross. Yeah, I have six, six packages of this coffee shipped to my house a month from Amazon Automatic, and I drink like two or three cups of this a day. And when I make, when I pour one of these... This is a twelve. This is two K cups right here, twelve and then eight. If I fill it up, so right now I did a twelve and then the rest is cream and chocolate. But uh, yeah, it's it's delicious. I won't do this That's all the some time. Some carbon footprint you got. Yeah, man, I'm doing big things over here, you know. <laughs> um, and then I got in my water. Where's my water at? Here we go. So my water, my crystal light here. I got uh pick up one of these guys. These are iron flasks. It's quite nice. This mm-hmm. today's show is brought to you by iron flasks. That's not really. Um, I have something very similar next to me. What do you have? Um, it doesn't. I don't think it has the straw. But it's this like hydrocell. Oh sure, dude. Thing. Oh, it this, does have a, it does have a straw thing. Yeah. This is the best thing that like healthy people brought to regular people. These hydro flasks, dude, they keep things cold. They keep cold shit cold and hot shit hot. And I mean, they seriously do. You can put a hot thing. You put like hot chocolate, hot, hot chocolate soup. You put. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I was thinking AKA chicken noodles. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can put hot coffee in here, and it will stay hot for days. Like it will just stay hot. You know. Same thing with uh, cold stuff. You put ice in here. You fill this thing up with ice. And you put water in over top of it, dude. This shit will just stay iced up forever. Like it's fucking yep. great, honestly. It came with two or three different nozzles. Anyway, I digress. Hydro flasks are awesome. They come in various. I have three of them now. This one, I have a tall one that I don't use anymore because uh, things happen to it. And then I have. Uh... <laughs> I think I know exactly. Yeah, what you, mean. you know what happened to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what happened to uh, it. Please throw it away. Yeah, I tried to wash it. It's, you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. It can't. There's no coming back. It's yeah. sad. I really like it, too. It's like my favorite one. It's really big. It's a big one, too. When I bought this, it's I tried, replaceable. Yeah, it's replaceable. And then I have one that Dave gave me. He has, like, he's a big fucking fanatic of these things. He loves 
being an unhealthy fat guy with a lot of healthy people things. So he bought he has a couple of these. But um yeah, so I He's got also him. Kool-Aid aficionado. Yeah, well no, no no, he probably just drinks No, he you know he drinks in his Manhattans. He puts Oh wow. He puts Manhattan in his. I it, I I was going I thought you were hyping him up to be like uh a Chad Hydra homie, but no, not, not at not all. That. No, no. He's, okay. He's, he, if you ever see Dave and you guys may or may not listen to this show, you guys listen to the show may or may not know Dave, you know, us personally, he's a friend of mine and Evan may know him a little bit. He, <laughs> Dave, he carries like a whole bar with him everywhere he goes. And all it's all for the effort of making the finest Manhattan. So he has he's making Manhattans all the time. He's also making like something with Dr. Pe- rum and Dr. Pepper if he's like feeling uh if he's feeling low, you know, <laughs> like it's a he's flaming mo. Yeah, he's always ready to go. He's always ready to go with a hydro flask full of full of some alcoholic treat. So yeah, <laughs> never water though. Water's for girls. No, no water. Oh boy. But in here I've got crystal light, I've got the raspberry lemonade, which is great. And then the rest of it is caffeinated strawberry. So I don't really like the caffeinated strawberry, but when you buy the family pack, the multi-pack of Crystal Light, which I occasionally have on, also have on order, when you mm-hmm. get that, it comes with like 25 lemonade, 25 uh, orange tangerine, which is amazing, 25 raspberry, which is like my number one favorite, and then 300 Strawberry caffeinated. <laughs> so eventually I get to a point where all I have is like strawberry caffeinated left. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm having caffeine in my water, you know. So those days I try to back off on the coffee. I try to do, I won't, I'm trying to get to a point where I'm not doing a coffee and I'm just doing that. So we'll see how that works out. You could theoretically order only the flavors you like, I assume. That's what I do. Like once I find a flavor that I like out of that multi pack, I'll go ahead and hunt them down. But like, for instance, I bought a full crate of the raspberry, and that's probably like 900 packets, something like that's that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it was like 40 bucks well spent, you know. Uh, and then the tangerine one is amazing. I, I call it dreamsicle. It's fucking great. It's great. It's like a creamsicle, honestly, like an mm-hmm. orange creamsicle. That's what it tastes like. It's so good. And it's impossible to find. I was able. I bought all that I could on Amazon. I could only find three packs, so that's like twenty or forty or something like that, you know. So I got three of those, and I'm almost I'm almost out of them already. I'm already out of. I'm down to one pack left, one box left. So you could check Walmart. I could check their website. But I hate going into stores. I might go to. I might. Go, I might try to order some from Walmart, but it's not that big yeah. a deal. I mean, I have I have shit tons of the raspberry. I'll just eat drink the raspberry until I'm all tapped out and then I have maybe a couple loose lemonades here and there and you know I can always find lemonade and strawberry I mean raspberry lemonade which is a really good one I can find that one so it's not a it's not a matter of like the variety's good it's good to mix it up every mm-hmm. now and then anyway you know and I got now I know which one I like a lot which is the raspberry one and that one's easy as fuck to find so good. it's all good and we used to laugh at our elders for being such nerds with their thermoses Yet they've made a resurgence in a different packaging, dude. These are thermoses, yeah, that you can drink from directly. Yeah, you know what's funny, right? I saw a TikTok where a guy was like, 
he's standing in a doorway of an apartment building and he's looking out in the hallway and the hallway is another guy, a younger version of himself walking away. And it says in the caption says me in my twenties. And the guy's like, yeah. And he's jumping and fucking like, I'm going to the club, you know? And he's like fucking dancing and having a great time as he walks down the hall and he waves like, yeah, he waves with his back to the guy. And the guy's like, there he goes, you know? And he's like this. And he's, it shows him in the doorway. He's like, see you later, man. And it says, captions like, me in my 30s. And he walks in, he shakes his head, he's like... And then he gets interrupted by another version of him wearing glasses. It's like, me in my 40s. He's like, dude, I put baby powder on my balls, and I feel great. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this guy knows what's up. <laughs> like, this, yeah. is, this is real life right here. Thermos is full of fucking crystal light, okay? Not fucking whiskey or alcohol or soda. Crystal light... <laughs> Because I'm an old man, and fucking baby powder on my nuts and coffee. Like this is the ma- the big celebrations of my life now. You know, these are the big wins. So, the joys, yeah. the joys of uh, what you look forward to. Yeah, every day. I was able to find my favorite flavor of Crystal Light and the coffee I like, and I bought a lot of them. That's that's the the big wins. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. And, and the the childhood James would would I think really like that chocolate milk coffee and the adult james should be proud that you're in a position to make that whenever you want yeah absolutely um you know no shame no and i have a frother so i put my frother in there and i get the frother spinning and i'm like every time i pick that frother up i'm like man i've risen up in the world man here i am (laughs) frothing my own milk God, I've come, I've come far. This is great. It's like when I got my specialized kitchen utensils. Yeah, man. It's it's exactly, exactly. You know, I know you must have felt that when you fucking got your first kitchen made appliance. You're like, damn, I fucking arrived. You know, or your first like whatever, whatever the device was. You're like, I'm a fucking. I feel like that with like uh, my electric kettle and some nice knives and the sous vide machine. All those are like. I've made it. This yeah. is an improvement in my life. Yeah. Dude, knives especially. Yep. When you are so high up in the food prep chain that you're purchasing a specialized knife or specialized pot, you're like, dude, Yeah. the great one-off meals I'm going to make once a year. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Yeah. You know, the three times a year I use that coffee frother... Phenomenal. I'm really, worth I'm really it. on the come up. Yeah, exactly. Well worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Good times. Well, though. good to hear. Uh, I don't have cold water in my uh, in my vessel here, and in lieu of drinking a bunch of diet soda, I've been trying to drink more club soda. So I still get the carbonation, but uh, none of the additives. There's a little bit of sodium and potassium in here which i figure is uh, a bonus you know free electrolytes uh-huh. and i do have the element electrolyte packs which i had i sent you a link for and i put two of them in a two liter bottle of club soda and boy does it taste like alka seltzer really? so that's that's a mistake don't that do make, that that makes sense the alka because i've that stuff is like club sodas uh not club soda uh alka seltzer has some of the same things that are in that electrolyte packet in it. Yeah. 
Like lemon lime and effervescence. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going well so far. I mean, it's a dollar for a two liter, which I think is fine. Hmm. I don't know if I'm ready for the club soda life, man. I was at uh, Claudia's house the other day, and she gave me a what's that that French club soda that uh, everybody likes? Mon Mon Mon. I don't know. Mm, not Perrier. No, 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 no. It's not club soda. It's the French. It's the thing that started the whole revolution of people drinking like, oh, this is a fizzy beer. This is a fizzy alcoholic drink. It's the French. The French name Moy uh, San Pellegrino. No, Moy something. Moy Cru, Moy Jus, I don't know. It has the weird cursive sure. letters. It looks very 80s on the bottle. It doesn't matter. She had some of that, and it was like lemon-lime. And I taste. she said, here, you want some? I was like, sure. And I tasted it over ice, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it tastes soft as fuck. Like, uh. it has a soft taste, which is fine, but... It's like soft lemon and without the, you know, like that snappy bite that you get from like mm-hmm. good lemony. It doesn't have any of that. It's like saccharine softness. You're like, eh. It's like you're swimming in a pool of equal, you know? <laughs> and I was just like, no, nah, I can't, dude. I can't. I drank it all, but I was like, ugh, this is gross. I'm not ready yet. Yeah. Well, baby steps. Yeah. Um, anything fun this past week? Two uh, weeks, actually. Jeez. Um, I mean, I went to a cool club, which we'll talk about in entertainment. Uh, and I went to I saw Suicide Squad last night, which was actually better than I thought it should be. Um, the second movie named Suicide Squad that yeah. has like nothing to do with the first one. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, ah, just forget about that one. Yeah, that was, the first one was a throwaway, I guess. <laughs> um, we were just testing the waters. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I bought a nuck, and it came with nothing, so I felt like I got gypped. Where's the front of it? There it is. But uh, it's just bare bones. Like the yeah. processor was in there, right? Yeah. So no hard drive though. No, nope, right? no hard drive. So I had a SSD floating around. I stuck, I stand, I crammed in there, and I got a. Uh, I ordered some RAM the other day. Some RAM's downstairs in the mailbox right now. So after the show, I'll probably pick the RAM up, and I want to get this. See if I can see installed in this today, which would be cool. Um, I wish you luck. I yeah. like those little compact systems, even though it's just for like special purpose or browsing or giving to your parents or something. I think they're cool. Yeah, I mean, if this works the way it's supposed to, it's cool. I mean, I I don't like it for my purpose because it just lacks all the cool functionality that I was hoping for, you know, that, that I was planning to do with the system I wanted to build. But I could totally see utility for making a media sharing machine or uh, just like having you like, I want a full computer in my kitchen or something like that. But I just mm-hmm. want to have it. I want to mount this. Like this has a VESA adapter. It comes with a VESA adapter, so you can mount this right to the back of the screen. You know. Yep. And it's that's just cool. like it disappears. Like you know, that's you can't beat that. You know, it's sad that it costs five hundred dollars, but the whole semiconductor shortage has made it 
made these things impossible to find, or if you can find them, they're expensive as hell. So, kind of sucks, but... Um, it's also no slouch. Like, if you went to no, buy a a $500 desktop PC, you'd probably find similar specs in a much larger form factor. Yeah, absolutely. So, Absolutely. Or probably... James, in, the, in this case, size matters. Yeah, I, I mean, I, probably less specs. Because if you... So, I, I bid on this. I bid on it. It was poorly marketed. It was marketed in the in the ad in the ad as like it had stuff in it, so I thought I was getting a good deal. But if I had just paid like four hundred or five hundred dollars cash on one of the stores who just had one, I would have gotten a complete unit, and that would have been a completed unit that has either an SSD or an NVMe, and it has an NVMe slot in here. It has two hard drive slots, an SSD slot. And an NVMe slot. $500. Go find a $500 computer that has an NVMe hard drive in it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you might, if you get lucky. But more than likely, you're going to find a fi- whatever $500 computer you have isn't even going to have an SSD. Well, it probably will, but, I, you know, I maybe, I don't know. Depends. Not a Not a nice one. Yeah, it won't be a nice one. You know? So... Uh, and this is all Intel, so you're probably guaranteed to get something that's going to work together flawlessly, which is nice. Yep. So, I don't know, man. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's funny. You think about You see this, and you think about the freaking... What's a jigger? The fuck, the fucking... Um, is that helpful? What's no. a jigger? The fucking? Nope. Um, nope. I'm not Mike. I need a translator. The thing? The, the Steam, de- Steam Deck. Steam Deck. Okay. Yeah, that's exciting. The Steam Deck is yep. interesting because it's cool. got a, uh, it's got the, uh, it's a full computer basically. You know, dude, can you link those together? What if you could install Nutanix on three or four Steam Decks? You have a mobile cluster. I'll be honest Not with much you, for storage, but that'd be, that's that'd weird be as fuck. But you probably could. You probably could because it can run Linux or Windows, so you probably mm-hmm. can. You know, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but you probably could. You know? Some hobbyist will do it. Oh, yeah. Some hobbyists will do it for sure. I'm surprised someone hasn't put Nutanix on a fucking PlayStation or something stupid like that. <laughs> I'm sure someone has. You know? Although Nutanix is fucking funny as shit. Like, I can't get it to install on these fucking pretty generic servers, so... Who yeah. knows? But that's probably a Nutanix thing and not the hardware. But, yeah. What about, uh, you know, one of these days I'll set up my, my servers that have been ready for, you know, four months. <laughs> All my networking stuff is still in the Amazon boxes. Um, but is there, like, a an older version of CE that might work? If there is, I don't know how to get a hold of it. That's the problem. I thought about that, but I don't know the first way to get a hold of it. I'm sure maybe someone on a Wayback Machine somewhere. Not Wayback Machine, but... You know, those sites that archive that kind of stuff might have something like yeah. that. I haven't looked. I did think about it, though. But I... Someone in your Slack might have that information if you ever yeah, that's feel a good like idea. A- that's a good idea, actually. You know, the funny thing is, someone has done it with these systems. You know? The, that's why we chose these systems. It wasn't random. Mm-hmm. You know? It's been done with these machines, these systems we have, so... YRs are like, nah, B, you know? Yeah, I mean, these are industry, pretty yeah. industry standard servers. Yeah. No reason they shouldn't work. Yeah. But 
Alas. So, yeah. A prob a bug to be unbuggered. I guess. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I I haven't done anything cool, man. Not really. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't bought anything cool. Um I got a new keyboard from Michael, which I'm having a lot of frustrating problems with. Uh I made it change colors and that was like a total disaster. Uh, it, it was yeah, so I had it so every time I pushed a button it would be like blue blue it looks oh, great yeah. but if you're like me and you hunt and peck and you don't know the keyboard like I'm like where's the H I'm like okay hit down oh it, there it is <laughs> <laughs> you know or I'll just be missing keyboards keys and also it has an extra set of keys on the side on the left side for macros for gaming and I hit those all the time, thinking it's caps lock or control or shift. So Evan had a good suggestion before pre-show, which was like, make these caps lock, control or shift. You know, I might do that. I might just. Shift I also that. just had another idea. What's that? Which is to turn them off completely. Oh, that's a good idea too. That's a good idea too. I mean, I'll probably keep hitting them though. Like I hit mm-hmm. the escape button, I'll hit M1 instead of escape all the time, because I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. Because it's like my I'm just my fingers are so used to using this keyboard that it's where everything is off to the side here. So I'm just yep. like you know this keyboard well, still you works. You should definitely remap them. Yeah, this keyboard still works. This is going to be the keyboard for the servers, and I got a cool, very cool. Uh, this I did have. This I did do list this previous week. I bought a monitor and keyboard stand made to mount on desks. But it has a big clamp, so I mounted it on the server rack. Nice. So the server rack actually looks really cool right now. It's very snazzy. So it may not I work. Mind but seeing it, looks it sooner or later. Cool. I'll take a picture, and <laughs> if I remember, I'll take a picture to, to accompany with the show documentation. Cool. So yeah. What about yourself? What do not you much. Uh, well, good news, bad news. Good news is. Um, for the, roughly for the last year, I was having a little combination like lower back, right hip, sciatica pain, you know, semi-frequently. And I went to a chiropractor a few times. They twisted me up. Not much relief. He pulled my, you know, did like a leg pull a couple times. And that that actually felt pretty good and, and kind of helped a bit. But uh, you know what fixed me up, James? What's that? At least like, I'm like... 80% better. I, <clears throat> as you know, am a fan of gray area pharmaceuticals. Yes. Not technically illegal, etc. So I bought these. It, um, I don't know how well they'll show up. These are cherry flavored Delta 8 gummies. Okay. Which comes from hemp, which is legal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But certain uh, certain extracts have been enhanced, um, so they have a very relaxing effect. So the CBD gummy, basically. Um, no. there's some CBD in here. Okay. So I took several, and in one sitting. Yes, I took uh, four instead of one, and. It take a little a little while to kick in, and you know when they do, I find them incredibly relaxing. Um, 
So I set up my bed one night. I, I, I had taken these and about two hours in. Lay down. I'm so relaxed and not, you know, tense, i.e. relaxed, that I, like, lay back in a certain way, and there's a gigantic pop. And I'm like, oh, my back feels great. So, I like, my muscle, my muscles were trying to hold something out of place so much that it was causing pain. Oh, God. And I was able to relax. So, like, I'm assuming it's my, my right SI joint or something like that is back where it should be now. So I don't have that back pain anymore. Damn, I need to get me some of those, man. I, you know, when you said that, you said, I relax so much, I thought, he's going to say he pissed the bed. Or <laughs> no, I, no, I, think no. you said, I heard a massive pop. My bowels released. I'm like, oh god, that's what I, that's what I thought we were about to get to. I was like, well, here it comes, man. All right, like let's my, go. My bed frame just gave way. <laughs> it, it too relaxed. How yeah. much were those? Where'd you find that? Um, I will send you the website. I think it was Delta Alternatives, and this package it come. These come in a pack of twenty. Um, I think it was. I think it was about twenty dollars or so. Okay. So not not super expensive. If you have like a vape shop or a CBD shop in your area, they probably have something like this if you want to pick it up locally. Um, but I'll put a link. I mean, to this in dude, the uh, in the show notes. People love the CBD shit, dude. Fucking yeah. uh, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, his mother uses CBD lotion and face mm-hmm. cream and stuff. And she's very old, you know, and it is like the only thing that helps her. And, uh, of course, you know, many of our friends, many of friends of ours also self-medicate, not with CBD, but with like gummies and stuff like that. And they're loving it. Uh, Now, I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I'm ready to fucking get torqued out of my mind by smoking pot or eating fucking hash brownies or some shit like that just because I don't know when I've done the, the times in my life when I was a kid and I smoked weed I get like paranoid I'm like oh my god the trees you know <laughs> but yeah. I totally like I could see a time in my life when I'm like alright I'm ready you know what I mean um, yeah yeah. I, I do not enjoy the feeling of being high at all this will get you so to me and maybe I'm unique or weird or whatever but these make me feel like I like my body moves like I'm super drunk but my mind is pretty clear hmm. a little slower but just relaxing so I mean for the for the year of discomfort taking these I'm it was it that's not that was not my intention but I'm so happy that I got them. Oh, okay. I'll try them. Yeah, I'll try them. I mean, CBD works wonders. It comes comes to relaxation. Um, there's that one product, Feels, which uh, people talk big shit about. You know, mm-hmm. it's a CBD like a, a CBD gummy sort of situation, probably similar to that. You know, and it they're like before bed. You know, take a Feels before bed and just fucking like, you know. Yeah. I bought I bought uh, four of these, so I'll actually bring one to the beach. Outstanding. 
If cool. you like it, I'll I'll bring two well, of them actually. I'll order I have two some unopened. No, I'll order some. Yeah. I'll order some uh, this week. I'll I'll try to get my hands on some and see. Uh, sure. How long did it take to get? Um, four days. Oh, something like easy, that. easy. Yeah, yeah. I'll pick some up. That'll be fine. You know, yeah. I have different I, flavors. I'm I'm ready to dabble with CBD CBD because it's not going to trigger any issues with my job, and it's also not illegal and not crazy and yeah you're not going to be like oh my god bro like i said the trees you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah what do they mean yeah well no I, and... I, there's some guy i remember we used to hang out with he'd be like the trees are leading in they're they're trying to get me man they're trying to touch me like all right man this is like already not cool you know <laughs> like this is a lot you're doing a lot right now buddy the roots are everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and the bad news is, I won't go into too many details, but I'm I'm going over in my mind when is a, a time to walk away from a friendship due to one party pretty consistently like overreacting, ending the friendship temporarily, and just like in and out up and down cycle and being 38 i'm like maybe i should just stop like i'm not a kid anymore i I, i'm not i don't need to force a person in my life if they don't want to be there then fine i have other stuff that i should be focusing on and if you're worried it's not you and it's not mike so don't worry about that i'm not worried (laughs) yeah I'm pretty boring. I'm a boring <laughs> friend, guys. I'm not gonna be like, "Well, our friendship's over today." I'm not. That's not me. <laughs> yeah. You can take a shit on my couch, and I'll be like, "All right, man." But I don't think I've ever ended a friendship. Sure, some people have like drifted away due to distance, or you know, conven—not convenience, but we were friends because of proximity. And I moved, you know, a thousand miles away, and we just like don't talk regularly anymore. Right. But this might be uh, this might be an active decision. I mean, it happens. I've definitely done that. I mean, you come to a point in your life when you know you just don't have the energy to deal with the same old shit. And people, I think, when you're younger, you kind of are like in this headspace where you're like, "Oh yeah, it's you're chill, right?" You're like, "Ah, oh, I can I can deal with this." Like especially people like us are like kind of like we'll go along for the ride even with maniacs and eventually you get to a point where you're like, I don't really want to do this anymore. It's very boring and it's not fun anymore. And Mm -hmm. it's not like, what is this adding? You know, it doesn't add anything. So you're like, where's the value? You know, everything, when you get old, everything becomes a value pop position, right? You're just like, what are you adding, bro? (laughs) Right. How many podcasts do we do together? You know, how many, (laughs) how many laughs do you give me? You know, what are you, what are you giving me? You know, and if you're not giving him anybody, if you're not, I'll tell you this, everybody who's in this show, if you have friends in your life and you're the, you're not giving them anything and they're not giving you anything, I don't think that's a friendship. And when that's I say downgrade giving to an acquaintance. Yeah, yeah. When I when I say giving, I don't mean monetarily, I mean like adding some kind of value. You know, like even if it's like, hey, what kind of C B D are you using? Or, you know, we just shoot the shit for, you know, ten minutes on fucking what's it called about Star Trek, you know, like we do, you know. I mean that's value, whether it's 
maybe it's not value to you, but it's value to me. It's value to Evan. It's mm-hmm. value to Mike. So, you know, I think people got to add value. A friend of mine told me that a long time ago, and I didn't understand. I thought she was very – when she said that to me, I thought it was a very selfish way to think. She said, don't have people in your life who don't add anything. And I was like, that's mean and selfish and very uh, egotistical. And I was so wrong. <laughs> you know, she was fucking right. You know, she's fucking right. Don't, if people don't fucking add anything, they got to fucking go. That's just how it is. If they're not, I hate to say it since fucked up. If they're not fun anymore. Nope. Yeah. Later, bro. You know, because dude, friends, <laughs> you choose friends because they add something, right? Like, yeah, you know, ideally they, they should enhance your life. Yeah. Or at the very least, some kind of way, not, not cause you like stress. Yeah, exactly. Constantly. Exactly. If you got to take four CBDs to deal with them, then <laughs> you're already you're already too far, too deep in. It's time to move on, you know. So, yeah, man, whatever you'll make the right choice, buddy. It is what it is. That's right. Sure enough, it is. All right. Shall we get into some news? Let's do it, man. Uh, okay, take so it away. I got the first one here, and look, there's obviously I know anyone who listens to this show is used to this by now, but let me just say this. There's always actual news happening, and we're all aware of that, right? But this one, I want to I want to talk about this, and I think we always pick things we're interested in because we just this is our show, and we just like fuck it. But so right now we have Marky Post, okay? So Marky Post, you may or may not know who she is. Uh, I grew up with her, and to a lot of people, and matter of fact, a few things have she's been commented. People have said she's your first television crush. And for me, she definitely was in the T. My favorite TV show as a kid, fall guys in the beginning of the fall guys opener, the very first season one, they had this hot chick in a bikini. She opens up the saloon style doors and she's right there. And it's Marky post in this bikini, very eighties, eighties hot, you know, big glam hair, you know, and I remember thinking, I was like, wow. Like, that was my favorite part of the opening and the main reason I'd watch that opening as a kid. Um, and, you know, she was also a main character in Night Court, one of my favorite TV shows as a kid. And she was, like, riddled through all the 80s shows. Either she was someone's girlfriend or someone's neighbor or someone's mother or whatever. So every 80s sitcom, she was in it at some level. She was a guest star, or she was a main character, or a recurring character, or whatever. Um, she is like 80s, 70s chic hot, you know? And she died at 70 years old of cancer, fought for three and a half years with cancer. I did not know that, you know? I honestly, be straight with you, I forgot about her until I just saw this, you know? Um, that happens. Yeah, it does. But, dude, seeing her is so nostalgic for me, so... I just wanted to, like, give a little nod on my head to her. I know a lot of people who listen to this show or watch the show are in our age group, you know, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit older, and they, they'll they know who she is, you know. Um, so, yeah, a, a pivotal yeah. character from my childhood, Marky Post. She was, she was never a crush of mine, but I definitely liked uh, Night Court, and that that's where I know her from. I never watched Fall Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll also say that the way her I never knew her name either. So clicking looking at your your link here, Marky Post, I thought I was like, ooh, what's Biz Marquee up to? 
Dude, that's <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, and look, Bismarck is dead. Okay. Yeah. So when I saw this, I was like, oh shit, they they discovered something else about Bismarck's death. That's what I thought, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's why I clicked on it. And then it was like Marky oh, Post. No. I had no idea her name was Marky Post. I had no idea. I think I knew her as Joan. Her care one of her characters was named Joan. You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can see here she was in Chips, Barnaby Jones, never saw that show, The Incredible Hulk. I saw that. Lazarus Syndrome, I'm pretty sure I saw that once or twice. Buck Rogers in the 21st Century, never saw that. Heart to Heart, loved Heart to Heart when I was a kid. Loved Heart to Heart. Obviously, like, Love Boat, loved Love Boat, loved Cheers, loved Fantasy Island, loved the A-Team, you know, oh my god. And Terry Michaels in Fall Guy, that's what she was, Terry Michaels. And dude, he's just a great character, man. Just like this, it's it's so weird how age makes you less hot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's so fucking weird. So I, I went down the worm, down the rabbit hole of looking at pictures of her, and uh, and it's so funny because if you look at old pictures of her, and I'm not gonna do it. I mean, if you want to do it, go ahead. Maybe I'll put a link in the in the you know alibi section of the show notes for you guys to look at her pictures. But dude, there's so many. I mean, back in the '80s. I guess a woman, like, let's be straight, like, women were very much so judged by their appearance, you know, more so than they are now, although it still happens now, right? But it happens, I think, less for women in TV shows than it does, or in a less visceral way for women on TV than it does, say, like, Scarlett Johansson in a movie or something like that, you know? But back then, a woman in TV needed to be hot. She needed to have a bikini body. She needed to look fucking great in every situation. And that's how all these women were judged back then. You know, from from the woman who played Wonder Woman to this woman who was on Night Court, a show about a lawyer. <laughs> you know, yeah. like uh, fucking all the, all the women who were on Three's Company, if you remember that show with John Ritter. Um, dude, it's... It's kind of pretty common that you'd see these chicks in bikinis all the time on TV. So now we don't really see that as much, you know. But, uh, yeah, I I just... It's so interesting looking back at her photos because they're all, like, bikini pictures and, like, she's the evil bad chick who's wearing too skimpy an outfit and has big poofed-out hair and... You know, she's like the concerned mother. You know, it's like all this kind of like all the stuff you'd see in TV shows, you know. But she was super famous. Everybody knew who she was. She was one of those people. She's probably a that girl, you know, like you knew her by her face, you know, like by today's standards, her beach body is not like she ain't no Scarlett Johansson. Like you look at her and she was definitely 80s, 70s hot. But now women are on a completely different standard of thick now. You know, it's, I'm, just, I'm I'm not even joking, bro. I'm not even joking. Yeah. If you look at the picture that I'm talking about from the from the opening scene of Fall Guys, for a Fall Guy, you look at that scene. She like she has breasts, but they're not like all plumped out and fucking crazy. And you can see her sternum, like you see ripples of her sternum musculature. There's no abdominals. There's not. There's no like real fat on her body. Super lean. You know, not fat, not thick, no extra weight, nothing, no baby fat, nothing. Now women are thick, which is great. I'm not mad at it. 
their boobs are like fucking crazy. Their hips are like, you know, it's just completely different. You know, it's really, really interesting, actually. But yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, I digress. So I love uh, I love observing the. Oh, God. Uh, The generational changes. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, okay, so next up, we've got record-breaking results from Florida. No shock there. Florida sets daily record for most COVID-19 cases and second day in a row. Beautiful. Beautiful. Pass these guys. Well Pass done. on the cigar. Um, I think it's 20. They win. Yeah. 22,000 uh, infections. The big, biggest single-day increase ever recorded. Jesus. 22,000. Can you imagine that? 22,000 in a fucking day in one state. That's crazy. Dude, stay unvaccinated, bro. Don't let me stop you, baby boy. Okay? Like, I'm disappointed. Now, if it's if it's an issue of supply, maybe, like, there there aren't enough to go around, or there's shipment delays, you know, supply chain's a big thing these days. But if there's, like, a willful choice for an entire state to, say, deny what's going... Like, put the fucking blinders on, deny everything going on around the world, then they're out of the union, James. Yeah. Get them out of here. I mean, dude, I don't honestly care. Let them stay in the union. Just let them die. Let them die off. You know, the great conservative die-off of 2022. I'm ready for it, man. Let it happen. You guys don't need to believe. You can be QAnon supporters or Trump supporters or racist or fucking... uh, You can love the police because uh, reasons or any of the other things that you guys want to be famous for. You know, uh, nationalism, uh, fascism, whatever the case may be. That's perfectly fine. Just keep not getting the fa- the vaccine. Keep not believing. P- I, honestly, I'm at a point in my life when I don't care if it stagnates the country's ability to get over the fucking disease. You know, when they say they're ready for a booster because the disease, we have a Charlie variant or something, I'll get the booster. When they say we're ready for fucking a booster because they have the Gulf variant or the Zulu variant, I'll get the booster. I'm not going to worry about it. You know? Uh, I... These people don't want to get it. That's cool, man. Let it just keep fucking dying. Eventually, enough of them will fucking die or catch on, and they'll fix this problem. So I'm not. It's no big deal to me. You know, I'm and not in upset the meantime, about it. There might be some uh, some prime real estate available in Florida. There you go. There you go. Always comes down to prime real estate, baby. <laughs> That's what Fauci's trying to do. That. That's what this hustle's all about. There's no such thing as a coronavirus. This is all to get that prime real estate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually killing people. They're killing pe- <laughs> yeah. They're people come to the hospital with a simple cold and they're killing them so they can snatch up that real estate. They put them on the ventilators and the ventilators. Yeah. They just like, they suck the life out of them. Yeah. Right. Clear out of them. Gone. Yep. Then, and then the, the lizard people eat the souls to live longer and gain more power. There you go. 
And then because the people die, there's less resistance and you know the 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 knowledge of the existence and the power structure of the lizard people will eventually die off and then they can run the world uh from the shadows once again there you go that's there there it is you got to think about these things yeah. people think deep think deep use your brain the truth is out there you just have to fucking make it up <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say the exact same thing <laughs> Oh boy, I'll tell you, man. But like, I'm not worried about it. Um, so yeah, congratulations, Florida. Good job. Good on you, buddy. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. I saw uh, a friend of the show, uh, Christina. <laughs> I saw her Facebook page. She's on fucking. She's on fucking. She lives in Miami. She's down in Miami for a boyfriend's birthday party. And there, these motherfuckers are at the club, going ham, having a great time. No mask, nothing. I was like, all right, cool. Mm. Get it? I know she's probably vaccinated because she works for school, but right. I was like, all right, man. You know, these motherfuckers are crazy out there. Um, and I saw a Twitter post from uh basically they're paying people to take the vaccine right they're paying people so they're at the metro station in dc a guy was out there and he had a fucking he had a thing he's passing out brochures and he said hey man here's a brochure you know they'll give you 50 bucks to go take the vaccine and this guy this ignorant ass guy who didn't know what the fuck he's talking about this black guy he said who the fuck Y'all paying people, you know there's a scam. They're paying people to take it. Uh, he's like, and he starts yelling at everybody in the metro station. He's like, they're paying people to take the vaccine, guys. There's something evil in this fucking vaccine, blah, blah, blah. He's like yelling, going crazy. And the guy's like, uh. You know, and look, I, I looked at this video with no, no details about what it was about. So I thought, oh, this is a, a got him moment. They catches somebody, a scammer. This guy is passing out scam brochures, and he's some kind of scammer. Then when I realized what the guy was doing, I was like, oh, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> and I read the comments thinking, you know, I'm in my brain, I'm like, because this is Washington, D.C., right? I read the comments thinking, like, fucking, there's going to be a bunch of people like, man, you're stupid. What are you doing, bro? Let that guy do his job. He's trying to get people vaccinated. Nope. Everybody that comes is like, yeah, man, if they're giving you money, you gotta be some shade to it. I was like, you motherfuckers are stupid, yo. You just, like, make this shit up. Like, you got no facts, no no nothing, have zero information. You're just making shit up. Like, what? <laughs> they have to pay your dumb ass because everybody else getting a vaccine all over the world, we're trying to get rid of this thing. You don't bother to understand. All you've seen is Facebook, and you, I, I, I put in the thing, I was like, y'all are a bunch of Trump supporters. What's going on? <laughs> I was like, this is Trump supporter shit right here. This non-vaccinated bullshit. I was like, y'all need to get vaccinated. Woo! I was like, all right, man. Uh, but you know what? I wonder what their lives are like. Like, what? What? How does reality play out for them, dude? All these people who don't want to take the vaccine for various reasons are the worst types of Americans. I know that sounds fucked up, but to be a to be a Republican, to be a conservative you have a lower level of education, right? The only reason some people are Democrats is because either they're black and their parents were, or they're black and they know the Republicans hate them more than Democrats do. That's all they know about the parties. Hmm. And more than likely, they don't vote anyway. Okay? So that group of people... 
they're just like the conservatives. Dumb, uneducated, don't know any better. They believe in angels and magic and shit. They believe in ghosts and shit like that. These are all the same people. You know? I know it sounds fucked up. It sounds reductive. It sounds like uh, I'm an elitist. But that's just a fact. Because if you look at this COVID shit and you want to pretend it doesn't exist, you want to pretend that this vaccine is some bullshit, and it's a, you want to believe in a grand conspiracy around this vaccine, like, give it a moment's thought. Give the vaccine a moment's thought and no conspiracy will make any sense. This is not mm-hmm. a movie. People cannot commit grand conspiracy. You cannot eat food in somebody's house have someone else see you and not have someone find the owner of the house find out. That's impossible. Okay? That's a house of three people. The third person gonna find out. You really think they can keep us you think the millions of people have to be involved to spread some kind of massive people are dying of actual COVID, the fucking vaccine is a conspiracy. All these companies, John, all these companies involved, can you imagine the level of fucking bullshit? Somebody, some little bird is going to whistle at AstraZeneca or or Johnson Johnson saying, it's all fake. They're injecting peanut butter in your blood. Uh, oh, there's no such <laughs> thing as COVID. It does this. We made it up. Like, somebody's going to sing. You can't keep that secret for that many people. No way. No fucking way. You know? If they have to, if one motherfucker has to piss in a jar at Amazon, 38 people talk about it. You really think they can keep a secret like this? Come on, man. That's that, that's the thing. Like, forget about any of the logical points like tiny microchips in vaccines can't, don't exist. <laughs> I, I saw a veteran talking about, he was like, you guys think there's a mic- microchips in this vaccine? He was like, I fought in Afghanistan. The United <laughs> States could not find its own soldiers a mile away from each other in Afghanistan. You really think they're going to spend all this time making micro versions of some special technology to track you at Walmart? He's like, no. And I was like, dude, forget about all that. Just think about who, how do you keep a secret? How do you have this many people keep a secret? But people don't even, so, so I'm sorry to say people who are this illogical are fucking stupid. And they're the worst types of Americans. And I stand by no, that. Cr- no critical thinking. No critical thinking. Zero. You just believe some shit because somebody, you heard somebody say it. Your dumbass cousin said it, said some shit on Facebook about some shit. And you're like, yeah, that's true. Like, are you fucking stupid? Big, stop being so fucking dumb, yo. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm, right. I'm, I'm stoked. Let them all die, B. I, yeah, I wouldn't mind a booster shot myself. They could fall over dead. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. You know? Anywho. Good. Uh, so, uh, what's happening? Oh, yeah. I just put this in because I know there's a lot of other shit going on in the world. Um, just a quick rundown. Um, we're not going to post. I'm not going to post any links for any of this stuff. But I'm thinking maybe from now on we'll I'll add a little something in the news section so that things are happening. Something like that or shit happens or something like that just to cover a few quick topics so Cuomo Governor Cuomo in New York is probably going to go to jail Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's he's I mean I don't know what's going to happen they're trying to impeach him he doesn't want to stand down 
So they'll probably will try to impeach him, and we'll see what happens after that for groping a bunch of women and being a general nasty pervert or fucker. I mean, look, every man <laughs> of his age group. Look, I could tell you the shit I used to, the wild shit I used to do in my twenties, because I thought this is how it's fun. This is okay, you know. So I can only imagine what somebody as old as him used to do, you know. I mean, I'm talking about I used to give like creepy hugs, like <laughs> hugs that were like deep put your hands around your waist hugs like come mm-hmm. here friendly woman uh, I, <laughs> and I used to be a, fucking a with deep them inhale. Yeah, I used to fuck with them like thinking I was funny like going putting my face in their neck and going <sighs> being funny but if viewed from a brain outside of my own you're probably like <laughs> terrified <laughs> You know, you have a six foot two, 400 pound man leaning over you, holding you on your waist. It's got to be fucking terrifying. So knowing the things I did and that was pale, that that pales in comparison to like some of the stuff these old motherfuckers did who had power. You know, by the way, I've learned since five years ago or something to not do that type of stuff, you know, yeah. But I mean, only five years ago. I I haven't done that in several weeks. I mean, it took it took motherfuckers getting me too for me to realize, hey, this is wrong. This is a. It, I never, you know, it's funny, and this is something everyone has to do, whether you're white, black, or whatever, or male or female. You need to have empathy. You need to look at a situation from other people's shoes. Once I thought about how my behavior appeared to women, I realized that's not cool, bro. That's a big space invader move right there. You can't be all up in people's space smelling the neck and shit, pulling a Joe Biden. You know? You can't be kissing your granddaughter on her lips with your your old-ass tongue out. You got to chill with that shit, dog. You know? (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to Cuomo. We'll see. He's probably fucked. I hope he is. He's kind of a dickhead. Um, I mean, he's got to be. He's like, oh, these rules about sexual harassment apply to me too? What yeah. the fuck? I think it's only a matter of time, I'll, to be honest with you. I really do. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Taliban's back acting up in Afghanistan. That's just like, let them have it, man. Just get our guys out of there and let that whole place fall to shit. And you just tell, when the Taliban takes over and turns the whole country into caliphate, you say, if you guys come over here, we're going to fucking but drop a nuclear bomb on you. Don't even play mm-hmm. around. I know that sounds fucked up, but you got to just say, look, we done that shit before. We'll do it again. You guys have very little, no value to us. We're just going to fucking glass your whole, whole fucking country. And we're not going to, you know, and we're going to send assassins out for you guys. That's it. We're going to, if I was the president, that's what I tell him. I said, we're going to kill you. We're just going to kill you. I'm not going to mm-hmm. send another American soldier on the, on your territory. I'm just going to hire some locals to fucking store a coup and fucking kill the shit out of you. That's it. So boost up their economy. Yeah. You know, I'm not even going to fuck around, waste time with you. And then if you really act up, I'm just going to drop a fucking nuke on on Afghanistan. And guess what? You know, and I say, you know what the world governments are going to do? They're going to say, for shame, America, for shame. <sighs> Moving right along. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like anyways. Because you're fucking America and they're not going to do shit. So, you know, it's fucked up. It's not a very liberal cuck thing for me to say. It's not very woke of me, but honestly, I'm just so tired of Afghanistan and the Taliban. And you know what? These guys ain't going to stop acting up. Get the fuck out of that country and then tell them to stop. And if they cross the line, then you fuck them up. You fucking slap the shit out of them. 
I mean, you slap him. You, you give him and slap him so hard, it's going to take a fucking, fucking uh, Live Aid conf, con, uh, concert for them <laughs> to come back together. You know? So, anyway. You know, since you made that point, um, this might be a good time to pick up cartography as a side hustle because there's going to be a lot of maps that need to be updated. The name Afghanistan. Am I right? <laughs> there you go. Afghanistan. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, California's on fire again. Yeah, it's burning to the ground. Burning to the damn ground. When are they going to learn? Stop to have. Stop having trees. Too hot. Yeah. Too hot for trees over there. Get rid There's of. There's no water there, <sighs> idiots. Yeah. Get rid of them. Build the Romans fixed this a long time ago. Build a goddamn aqueduct and call it good. You know. Yeah. Now I don't know what's going on over there. I know. I know they can't stop burning. But I, I think I'll be honest with you. I think half these wildfires are from people like out in the woods smoking a cigarette and just letting it go. And then it, it's hot, and it just turns into a fucking fire because. A fucking ember will travel a quarter of a mile. Mm-hmm. You know, like can you imagine if someone had like a little innocent fire or a barbecue unattended, or they just burned a bunch of newspaper and the embers went off and it's like a hundred and two degrees and it's everything's dry as a bone. That's gonna yeah. be a fire. Period. I don't care where you're from, where you're going. That's gonna start a fire somewhere. So I think half it's too many fucking wildfires for this shit to be like a natural thing. You know. It's proven by, like, carbon-14 dating and all this other scientific shit that America has wildfires. It's a normal process of, like, the genetic history... Genetic. Of the history of the country. And it Mm -hmm. happens all over the world. You know, wherever you have a big forest, you're going to have a wildfire. But the wildfire is a part of a process. It burns, and then it settles, and then you have that fresh, clean... Healthy soil comes in with all this burned ember crap in it, and it you get a bunch, a big wide growth, and it's like a tr- a trimming back, you know yeah. that nature does. This is not that. Every year, two or three times a year, no, it's yeah, not, no. and it's not going to get easier. It's not going to get better because people don't learn. People are fucking stupid. I guarantee you, every wildfire, every major wildfire, there's an asshole at the heart of it who did something <laughs> stupid. Um. Uh, what else we got here? Um, yeah. So, I saw this one today, and I thought about putting this in the show, but I didn't really care that much. Um, so, Trump's attorney general, basically, in December, Trump's attorney general told, he said, I'm gonna, he wrote a letter trying to get the director of the Justice Department and the assistant director of the Justice Department to say that they found irregular that the Justice Department found, uh, observed irregularities in voting and to send it to Georgia. The day after, Trump called Georgia and said, hey, look, I need you to find me 11,880 votes or whatever, whatever it was. I need you to find me those votes and just say that there was voting irregularity. So Trump is out there saying Trump is aware of it and it was a conspiracy. It's a whole thing going on right now. Is anything going to come of it? I don't think so. I think, I really don't think they're going to get Trump on anything. You know, whatever they do get him on with this, like whatever the state of New York gets him on, the financial shit, some fucking accountant somewhere is going to go down for that. You know, Trump is like fucking, he's like the, he's like the guy in the 80s, a Teflon Don, nothing sticks to him. So, yeah, he's going to be good to go there. 
Uh, let's see. Right wing radio Ooh. host and anti vixer dies of COVID. Good. Um, <laughs> Good. What are you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say our our uh, government structure needs to implement the uh, behavioral patterns of some of the less civilized less civilized nations like China or or like uh, maybe South Korea and India and shit. Like if there's a disagreement, they just fight, throw shoes, throw shit. Like yeah. Do a pile up and then get people out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There needs to be there needs to be consequences for uh, lawmakers and people in such high power. <sighs> Dude, <clears throat> there, there does need to be like they pass these uh, toxic laws and they do this toxic shit and they just get away with it. You know, it's fucking crazy. They just there's no rules for them at all. Um, just to go in what just kind of as a side note what you're saying you know I'm sure you've heard of like critical race theory CRT have you heard of that so that ha- I have seen that a fair amount over the last month I don't know what it is but it's like a big deal to a lot of people yeah so I'll break it down for you as best I can because I don't really know what it is either but there's two kinds of critical race theories right there's critical race theory that they teach at like law schools and colleges. And that has, it covers kind of a bunch of schools of thought on race, not Mm -hmm. necessarily about black people, but race in general, sort of, but it's been being taught for a long time and it's based on some books and some this and some that, you know, but it's a theory and it might be right. It might be wrong. Cause you know, college, they say they teach you things that are theories their ideas. It's meant to stimulate you, make you think, take it how you want to take it, you know, develop from it what you, what you can, you know, and then there's critical race theory that the conservatives are saying are being taught in schools. They're definitely not teaching the, what critical race theory is to four-year-olds or people, fourth graders. That's not happening. They're not like, they're not pulling out like a book that's like made for college level students and teaching kids that they're not doing that. What they're talking about when they talk about critical race theory is like, I'll give you an example. Um, basically in many cases, it's things that talk about like stuff America's done in the past things that would like pass aspersions on George Washington or George Jefferson, George Jefferson, uh, (laughs) um, Thomas Jefferson, you know, that kind of stuff. Like they own slaves or this, that, and the other thing or whatever like that, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, how we violated this treaty to the Indians or that kind of thing, you know, uh, all true. Yeah. It, so for the most part, a lot of most of the crystal race theory you're talking about that people want to teach is just true stuff about America, but they don't want you to teach Americans that because they don't want American kids to grow up questioning Amer- the American system. Gotcha. You know, and this is like this goes back to the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Like, do you think about the concept of giving a pledge of allegiance? You know, I hereby swear my allegiance to the Fiora, and, you know, it's, like, kind of crazy. You know, it's kind of a weird thing. Um, America was the first country to do that, by the way. And it came up in post, you know, 
post World War One, post World War Two, you know, Cold War society. It's a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all part of that whole shit. I'm not saying the, the pledge of allegiance, the pledge of allegiance needs to go away or whatever. I mean, it means something different to me, but it's a it's a it's a tool of indoctrination. You know, it it should go away. It, it does probably not should. have a place in school. Yeah, it probably should. Um, and I think this is if, part. I was going to say, if you're like, if you join the Marines or something, by all means, say the pledge every morning. But high schoolers and middle schoolers and elementary school kids, you don't need to pledge allegiance to your country. You don't know what the fuck that is. Well, yeah, and you know the funny thing is, is, um. This is why we have such a problem in this country with critical thinking. Because you're not forced, you're not actually forced to think critically. Because no real problems, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I grew up thinking America was a perfect country. Knowing slavery existed. You know? Like, we're past that. There's no racism anymore. Yeah, I mean, never once in my life did it ever come up and I think racism actually existed until my mom was like, yeah, racism still exists. So I I don't uh I don't know that I don't I don't think that stuff, you know, I don't think it helps us teaching people to be good little troopers or whatever the fuck they're trying to do. You know? But that's so that's part of critical race theory. There's a lot of pieces to it. I looked it up and I tried to figure out what the fuck it was talking about. And I was so confused by it because there's so many pieces of it. And honestly, 90% of the people, like they said, the people who truly understand what critical race theory is are in the four digits. There's like a foul, like it's in the thousands. You know, mm-hmm. that's how few people actually understand critical race theory and what the critical race, what true critical race theory actually is. But the stuff they're teaching in schools is not really critical race theory, you know? Um, now is it trying to erase the the uh, blemishes on the pat uh, the history of the U.S. critical race theory? Yeah, no. Okay, no, it's trying. It's focusing on them. It focuses okay, on them. It talks about slavery. It talks about like you know a lot of the shit America does and has done. It doesn't paint America, from what I understand, it doesn't paint America as as a perfect place you know good the home of the free and the brave and all that shit it doesn't paint us as that at all and i'm not i'll be honest with you i'm not mad at that you know because as an adult you grow up if you think critically you're like oh this is not that type of place you know like you have all these people in the country saying hey if you're a cis white male you've got it good you know and, you know, Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham's out inside, which I just talked to a friend of mine last night was telling me about this and I hadn't seen it. I didn't want to watch it, but um, it's supposed to be great, but it's called Bo Burnham's Inside. It's on Netflix or maybe it's outside. I don't know. But he says in the thing, he's like, look, white men have had the podium for 300 years. We should give it to somebody else, you know, and look, I can't speak to that. I'm not a white man. I don't know what that life is even like. You know, um, and I don't know that white men are the problem in this country. You know, I think being a man and telling you guys what I just said about the hugs I used to give. (laughs) I'm not willing to accept the blame for that because I didn't know it was bad. I thought it was funny 
because I was not empathetic and I viewed it from my own shoes. I was telling my friend last night, the same girl, we were talking about the Bo Burnham thing, I was like, look, I grew up watching Porky's, Revenge of the Nerds, uh, all of these things. Fall Guy, we just talked about, and its value in women, you know, um, Dukes of Hazard, you know, they're running around the Confederate flag, it's cool, you know, like it's fucking no big deal, you know. That was just, yeah. like, normal, you know? Fucking Porky's... <laughs> Porky's, I mean, it didn't age well, <laughs> okay? No. no. Aids like sour milk. I need to watch it again, but it didn't age well. And, I mean, that's... I was telling two guys, my guys in my fucking voice chat, my other chat earlier today, I was like, look, you watch Porky's, man. Don't watch it. <laughs> They're young. They hadn't seen it. I was like, don't watch it with me, because I know you're going to watch it with me. You're going to be like, bro... You know? Yeah, they're from a completely different generation. Fucking Revenge of the Nerds was my favorite movie as a kid. It has a rape in it. And a panty raid. Can you imagine a fucking yeah. panty raid? Can you fucking imagine running into a woman's dorm and stealing their underwear? So, I mean, I, I don't know that I can hold white men who grew up with this who grew up with this as responsible. I think it just takes people it's going to take a long time for us to get into a headspace where we're like, hey look, Everyone needs a chance to speak, and we need to be more cognizant of how we're treating people and more willing to look at things from their perspective. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, crit- Truth matters, so yeah. I hope uh, people are taught what actually happened. Yeah. There's a great debate, which I have to find. I watched, like, three hours of it. It's a two-hour or three or four-hour... No, I watched, like, two hours. It was a three-hour debate by two, a conservative commentator and a liberal commentator hosted by Tim Pool. Tim Pool is a horrible human being. Okay, don't get it twisted. He's a fake liberal. But he can sometimes be okay. Um, how do I know he's a fake liberal? Because he's he's been allowed on the, the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> and that's like the bar. If Joe Rogan lets you on his show and you're a liberal, there's something going on. Um... And not only that, I mean, Joe Rogan's had David Pakman and stuff on, so he's not, you know, Joe Rogan show's not really the, bar, the barrier to entry. But um, anyway, I, um, we're not getting into Tim Pool, but it's a good it's a good debate, and they talk deeply about critical race theory. And it's kind of funny because the show's three white guys talking about critical race theory, you know? They talk about critical race theory, they talk about reparations. The one liberal guy, he's a, so, he's a, he's a fucking Marxist socialist or whatever, but he's got great ideas on how they should do reparations, you know, for black people. And it's a really good take on it. It's like not cash, you know, it's actual assistance and it's not mm-hmm. race based. It's class based, you know, because he recognizes that poor people, poorness is a universal thing, you know. But it it's if you live in a redlined area and you're white, it doesn't matter if you're fucking white. You know, you live in a fucked up neighborhood, white, black, or otherwise, you're living in a fucked up neighborhood with food deserts and a whole nine. So, um, yeah, it's class-based. It's really interesting. It's a great idea. We'll never see it. We're never going to see reparations for black people in America. But, you know, it's kind of interesting to think about. Um, but I'll find that, and I'll put it in the show notes at the bottom. I'll have to look for it before after, we, after the show, because it was hard for me to find. But it's a great debate if somebody wants to watch it and get into it. Cool. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure there's more news, but we're not. Uh, <laughs> I've been talking everybody's heads off. It looks like I'm the only one talking for the next half an hour on the show. Actually, <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else, Evan? 
Uh, no. All right, cool. <laughs> um, all right, I'll jump down to the entertainment section. We've got nothing in Stranger Danger. Uh, although there was a hack uh, my stepfather sent me on <sighs> MMG Enterprises, which I think is some kind of like Cloudflare-esque handler for stuff. And there's a big Yahoo hack. I'll find the details. I don't know the details. I My uncle, my stepfather sent it to me, and I didn't go into depth with it. Um, what is it? Here it is. Uh, no, this isn't it. But he got the detail from Fire, yeah, MMG Fusion. So I don't know what that company does. There's some kind of like in betweeny third man, whatever. But they got a mm-hmm. bunch of, of course, they got a bunch of Yahoo addresses because Yahoo's fucking horrible, right? So anyway, uh, so uh, Suicide Squad. Watched that last night. I wanted to hate that movie so bad. It's too colorful to me and too wacky. I wanted to hate the shit out of it. It was fucking good. It was yeah. funny. It was actually not bad. It's on HBO now. If anybody wants to see it, I'm not going to go into great detail with it. John Cena's excellent in it. He's funny as fuck. I mean, John Is Cena... Is he a shark guy? No, he plays a guy named Liberty. Uh <laughs> His whole thing is he's he loves the United States so much that he'll kill any amount of people to make sure Liberty stands. And that's, he, and that's funny. Yeah, he's like, basically, they, they're like, he's a fucked up version of Captain America. Like, he's Captain America <laughs> with no morals. You know? <laughs> okay. Like, this is the guy who's like, the Tuskegee experiment was a good thing. It helped America. You know? And anybody who talks about it, I'm going to kill them and their whole family. Like, he's a fucking <laughs> psychopath, basically. But he's great at it. He's great. It's super subtle, and it's good. Um, and apparently, he's going to get his own spinoff show. Like a TV show on HBO, also okay. also directed by James Gunn. James Gunn brought new life into that series, by the way. So he used to be the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy, and he tweeted like seven or eight years ago, like gay people are faggots, or you know who knows. He said something wild he shouldn't have said on Twitter, and of course somebody went digging through the archives, found it, and they canceled the shit out of him. So mm-hmm. he got hired by Warner Brothers to do, and forgive my use of the F word, people, but they hired him for at Warner Brothers to do, uh, to fix Suicide Squad, and he did. He fixed the shit out of it. It's great. You know, I wanted to hate it. It's fucking good, though. What can I say? There's a fucking kaiju fight. <laughs> you <laughs> really? know? Yeah, it's fucking wacky. It's a wacky-ass show. But it was good. I mean... It's like I said, it's on HBO now. So if you have HBO, go watch it. It's basically free. You know, if you cool. don't have HBO, you'll find somebody who's uploaded on Torrent or whatever. And it's in the theaters. You know, but it was, it was good. It's a fine standalone action movie. You don't yeah. have to care about the DC Universe Not or whatever, all. wherever they're from. Not at all. If those characters exist in the DC Universe, I've never heard of most of them. There's okay. one character who's just named Weasel, and it's literally a weasel. <laughs> it's like a like a... A anamorphic weasel thing, and it's hilarious, and it's only in the movie for a second, but it's so funny. I was like, "Can we see like a weasel spinoff show? This is great, you know." <laughs> like it's, it's fucking weird. It's like, Aah! it's fucking weird, dude. But it's fucking good, and I I hate to say that, like, um, because people who James Gunn was, he's such a popular director among actors. All the people, a lot of the people who were in Guardians of the Galaxy wanted to work with him again. So there's two cameos from Guardians of the Galaxy actors 
in this movie. You know, and I mean bit roles, like they come in and die. You know, yeah. okay. <laughs> they either come in and die or they're on camera for 13 seconds, you know. But uh, it's a testament to how popular he is among actors, you know. Um, and it, actually, if you followed the whole James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy shit when he got kicked off, every actor on the show sent a letter to, you know, Marvel saying, we want to keep him and we're not going to work without him and da 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 da, you know, so. That's good to have that kind of support, and good for him for being able to make a comeback. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is a good, good sign. So if you want to watch something fun, you don't need to see anything else, you don't need to know shit about comic books or characters, this is perfect for you. Um, all right, next up, uh, BDSM Misadventures. So two weeks ago, no, a week ago now, I went with a friend of mine to the Baltimore Playhouse, a uh kind of a BDSM studio thing to see what the deal was for an eighties called Hot Eighties Party. It was supposed to have four hundred people there and you dressed up in your eighties in an eighties outfit. So my friend was like an exercise gal, I guess, I don't know. Mm. She had tights mm-hmm. on and some tiny hot pants and a tight T shirt, you know, whatever. And I wore, I was, she was like, I was going to be like a run DMC type thing, but I ordered the stuff I ordered never came. So then I, I canceled the order and she said, just be George Michaels. And I was like, that'll go over well. <laughs> so I took a dress shirt. I mean, a dress, I took a white t-shirt and a sports jacket and jeans. And that was it. Um, And we get there, it's supposed to be 400 people there, and I thought, oh man, my costume's a little like shit. Half the people didn't do a costume. The other people, one, like, m- there are a bunch of guys there who look like they just walked in off the street, which they probably did. Like, these are probably dudes who just troll these BDSM clubs looking for women who are like, I'll do anything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, there's a bunch of dudes who didn't have costumes at all. There's a and then there's a bunch of people who just their costumes are just wacky, just like whatever it has nothing to do with the '80s, just a costume, you know. There's one girl there had fucking cat ears. I was like, okay, cool. There's no rules, <laughs> so I'm good, yeah. you know. So I'm fine, you know. Nothing I did was uh, was bad, but we went in there and man, <laughs> what? Uh, it was not 400 people there, more like 35 people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably by the end of the night, by the time we left, I mean, we left, we stayed about an hour and a half. So by the time we left, maybe it was about up to like 60 or 70 people. But um, I doubt even that much, you know. One side was like like a social side where it's like couches and shit like that for people to sit. And it's like a big warehouse. It's bisected, split in half. And uh, they were like, no sex acts in the social area. And nobody was over there except for a few vendors, like a lady selling a million dildos and whips and chains and handcuffs and shit like that. And she had this fucking thing. You sit on it and you rock back and forth. And as you're rocking, it's like dildo, dildo, dildo. (laughs) I've seen videos of that device. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I was like, what is this? And I didn't know. I'm just, I put my hand on. I go, I go like this. And as soon as I go, it goes, holy shit. <laughs> oh man, my friend was like, "Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a weekend right there. We should buy that for so and so." I was like, "Yeah, we should." Um, the other side was like, you know, 
those crosses, those X's, those BD yeah. that, that like are associated with anything BDSM. It's like I got this cross in my house. I'm a freak, motherfucker. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. Nobody was using them. There was like two guys who were probably like legitimate massage therapists giving massages. You know, uh, one guy was doing this thing with fire that was fucking cool. And another guy was doing, just giving regular massages. <laughs> Nothing sexual about it. He's like, crack, crack, crack. Just give massages. Um, there's another guy doing stuff with electricity that was fucking crazy. He had like mm-hmm. a, basically a fucking cattle prod and he's on this woman's clit. He's like, <laughs> and she's like, Ugh. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I've also seen videos of that device. Yeah. There's uh, a bunch of little tiny hobby horse things that you could lean on and get all on fours on. And so there's Mm. two women on there getting their asses beat by guys there. Um, And then a guy swapped out and he's getting his ass beat. Then there was a woman on the far end getting her ass beat. And there's a guy... So we did one lap. We're like, we don't know what the fuck to expect. We've never been somewhere like this. We walk around like, okay. <laughs> you know? So we we stop and look at the massage guys. And I was like, these guys are real massage guys. I was like, you should get a massage. Because this guy's like a professional. Like, he's not. And the event organizer said he'd have professionals there. It wasn't like Derek, the massage therapist. You know what I mean? Or Derek, my homie, who my roommate, who you know, rubbed the girl's back once at a party. It was like real legit yeah. massage, th- massage therapist. So uh, we walked away back to the other side and there's a guy and he's got rope and he's got a girl's leg. One leg is strapped like this to one end. Of the- they had this pylon, a square pylon like this in the ground. And her leg, one leg is tied up like this. The other leg is pulled that way and her hair is tied the other way. So she's <laughs> yeah. One leg up, and he's hitting her with a whip. And I was like, okay. But it's like, you know, whenever you see this stuff, at least you see it on in porn, the only time I've ever seen it, it's never, like, crazy. It's like, huh, huh. It's never crazy, you know? Um, It's very, not light. Like, it's definitely going to sting, but it's not like, oh, kunta, and it's not like that. Right. <laughs> You're not trying to, they're not trying to open them up, you know? They're just trying to, like, fucking, like, here's a little, like, whatever. So he's doing that, very lazy strokes. And so we say, let's sit down for a second and see if something happens before we decide to leave. So we sit down, and the whole time we can hear this guy. He's right next to us, like maybe 20 feet away over here. And there's a couple making out over here. There's a a hot couple sitting next to us, and we're all just chilling, probably all waiting for something to happen, waiting for more people to come, waiting for one of the events, the scheduled events to start, anything. The fucking, the fucking guy I look over, and this guy's now going ham. He's got a cat of nine tails, not just a whip, and he's going in. Her legs got red welts all over it. I'm like, oh, God, you know, this is mm-hmm. becoming a lot. And then he fucking kicks her thigh. Like, ugh, he kicks the shit out of her. I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, ugh, you know? And she starts screaming and moaning and murmuring. And it's going absolutely apeshit. He's kicking her and he's wailing on her and he's fucking sitting on her chest and covering her with this heavy ass blanket and he's doing all this wild shit to her. And he's got this fucking hook. Dude, he's got the fucking Candyman's hook out. It's a hook. Mm-hmm. A big chrome hook like this with a fucking thing on it. I've seen that device as well. Yeah. Guys. And it's got a ball at the end. You know what I'm talking about. He's yeah. it's got a ball at the end, but it's like the hook with no sharp edge in it. And he's like, soup! And he's 
fucking ho- fish hooked her fucking pussy and he's like wailing on her and I'm like what the hell's going on <laughs> you know <laughs> and she's like ah, ah, going fucking crazy I'm like what is this fucking what is happening you know and my friend's like she's like oh that's interesting she's like now fixated on this fucking hook you know and then he sits on her fucking chest and he starts wailing on her he starts punching her with his fist in her face and she's moaning and fucking screaming and everybody's like this is normal and I was like oh my god this is too much and I was like and so my friend's like okay I've seen enough the hook was cool all this getting your ass beat isn't cool (laughs) so she's like let's go (laughs) so we left and when we got up the all the other couples the one guy who was making out with this girl his girl must have gotten pissed she's like oh I didn't come here to see somebody get her ass beat so they left and the other couple got up and walked down to the other end. Nobody wants to be around all this bullshit, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm always interested in seeing what people are doing. I'm interested in sexuality. I'm interested in the intersection of sex and physicality and sex and social structures. I'm fascinated by that. That's why I wanted to go to this event. Um, not that I have any connection to the BDSM community, except for maybe, like, mild, light rope stuff that I've done in the past. And occasionally I do. But... Um, I, I mean, after going to this event, I was like, okay, I probably won't ever go do this again. You know, I mean, maybe I'll keep looking to see if something crazy comes up, you know, but I was like, all right, you know, it was like, this doesn't sound fucked up. It was, the event was kind of like a hodgepodge of just normal motherfuckers, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just like, all right. <laughs> I mean, not good nor bad. It was just like, whatever. The whole, like, and I, I didn't know at the time that was what impact play is. That's impact play. It's a yeah. little much. The kicking and the punching and shit. The whipping, okay. Not for me. I don't want to whip anybody. I have no interest in giving people pain. But I get it. I get that that might be somebody's thing. The whole pussy hook thing, that was kind of funny to me. You know, but I know that whole thing just nails G spots. That's what it's for. It's actually mm-hmm. called an anal hook, but it it nails G spots. That's what it does. So that one's probably less pain or torture and more like fucking pleasure overload. But um, the rest of it is a lot, man. It's fucking a lot, you know. And if there's more of that there. It would be hard for me to go in one of those things and be comfortable. Like my my man alarms are going off. Like I got to do something. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I need to help her. But you know, you that's not the vibe there. Everybody hears it, and people are either uncomfortable. If they're uncomfortable, they just don't say anything. And if they're and otherwise they're cool with it. We were down at the other end while this is going on, and the guy's like, man, look at them. They're having a great time. I was like, oh god, this guy wants to beat somebody's ass too. You know? <laughs> I was like, all right, well, whatever. Anyway, I digress. So that was a fucking what a fucking weekend. But uh yeah. Good I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, I mean it's a oh yeah, and there was the guy violently masturbating when we left in the corner by cool. himself. He was just going I, I didn't know what he was doing. I thought he had a shake weight or something. And my <laughs> friend my friend was like, He's feverishly masturbating. 
<laughs> he's just by himself jerking it. And I was like, I, I know his brain. He's like, everyone can see me. Everyone can see me. <sighs> you know, he was by himself, dude. He wasn't, there wasn't no chick there or nothing. He just like, there was no, he wasn't staring at a woman, nothing. He just like, mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God, bro. But I, I thought that was interesting because, you know, you, you know that shit exists. You know that there's people out there who are like, I just want to be seen, right? Yep. Like there was a couple there fucking at one point, like this other couple, they were fucking on one of these hobby horse things, you know? And I was just like, they, you know, they're people who just, they just want to be seen. And I'll be honest with you, if that was my vibe, there would no be, there would be no safer place to go have sex. Like we're not yep. talking about like the mall or a park <laughs> or fucking at work when no one's around or fucking in the hospital or some shit like that or in a hallway corridor. You go to this place, there's a bunch of weirdos who are going to look at you and either stare at you or not, and you're just expected to fucking deal with it. Nobody's, there's no stress, it's very chill there, but it's definitely like, if you're into that, if you're into the voyeur life, you're going to get your eyes filled up there, you know? And you won't be on any uh, sex offender list. No, exactly. Exactly. And if you have sex with someone like in a park... And get caught, you're on a goddamn list. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there's no, there's no cameras. So there was, a, I saw there was a grown man there, this old guy, and he was wearing, you know, everybody, everybody has a, a costume on. His costume was just a bra and panties. I was, <laughs> I was like, what's so '80s about that, my dude? <laughs> you know, he just had a bra and panties on. I was like, all right, I mean. I kind of respect the the vibe, you know, because it was a place. It's the cool thing about the BDSM community, and people ask me all the time, "Why are you interested in it?" Is because in the BDSM community, there's honesty that cannot be found anywhere else in the world. You know, people all secrets are laid bare. You know, because BDSM is all about honesty. You know, about being honest with yourself, being honest about others, about what your kinks are, like trying to push yourself to the limit of what's to get to reach what you want to do and find somebody who wants mm-hmm. to do it with you. It's all about that. It's all about honesty. So when you go to these events, all the fucking social weight and social pressure is gone. You don't have any of that. Like for me, I wasn't invested physically in any of it. I didn't care. And I wasn't horny about any of it. So I went there as an observer and I was like, this is fine. I didn't bother me at all. I was like, this is cool. I felt like, totally disconnected it was wonderful it was a great vibe everybody else i'm sure they felt the same way because there's just no it's total honesty like to see people walking around with their souls laid bare chilling that's fucking dope you know Mm -hmm. in real life you have to all this social pressure behave don't do this don't do that don't do this you can't look at her skirt you can't look at her asshole you know you can't take pictures of an underwoman's skirt i'm not saying you should do any of those things at the bdsm clubs but i'm saying at the bdsm clubs there's probably a club where that's allowed. There's probably a night for that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're a fucking weirdo, that's the place to go. As long as you're not like, I like to bathe, but like playing blood, you know what I mean? Actually, there's probably a night <laughs> for that too. They had a section called the medical section there for medical play. I was like, yikes. Yeah. I so I looked in there. We walked past. I looked in there. It's like fucking speculums in there. The fucking sp- oh, yeah. spreaders and shit. Oh, oh, God. I can imagine that. And uh, maybe some sounding. Oh, 
Keep uh, keep scalpels away, please. So look, they let you do that type of stuff there with knives. You just have to get approval from the dungeon master. Mm-hmm. But they let you do that type of stuff if you want to. You gotta. I mean, you sign a waiver, basically sign your life away. You know, right. if they still say if someone sticks an ore up my ass and I rupture <laughs> my spleen, that's on me. You know, but they everyone's obsessed there with consent. That's one thing in BDSM oh, yeah. community exists big time. Consent, 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 consent. You know, what's called uh, the three S's like sane, no safe, sane, uh, safe, sane, and something else. I don't know. But it like consent is everything for that that community. So, mm-hmm. anyway, all right. Let's talk about Cheetos, man. What do we got here? All right. So, um, what I've linked here is an hour and forty five minute YouTube video of a uh, Quake Free tournament that recently happened. Mm-hmm. It was a, dra- a uh, capture the flag draft. Yep, going through it now. And Everyone is moving. Team I was drafted onto one. So this is the the finals. It was two best of threes because we we came up from the losers bracket. Um, but I'm I'm featured several times in this. Uh, the commentary is not spectacular, but if you would like to see some footage of uh, organized twenty-year-old game being played, and you like capture the flag and teamwork and everything, then uh, you can find some here. What is with the uh, graphics so, here? Uh, so honestly, a lot of people lower the graphics like that on purpose. Unfortunately, the person who was streaming and recording all this did that to their configuration. Uh, I play. I personally play on full graphics, and the game looks way better. So I get with the flag. You know, it's unfortunate. It's got to be for contrast reasons, right? So it makes it easier to see characters pop better. There's no. I get I get why they would do it. It is for that. And also, you know, back when this when Quake Three came out, computers weren't spectacular, so you can get higher uh frames per second with when you lower the graphics down like that. Right, okay, okay, makes sense. Yeah, hundred and twenty five frames. Yep. Um but like he's struggling to get out of the won. base so Yay. I got sixty. He needs bucks. to go get there. Played with some friends. Nice. Very yep. good. What team are you, SWC or H8? Oh, uh, SWC. So that's that's where the Sideways Cheeto comes in. We were searching for a team name, oh, and one of, the, one of the guys on there uh, suggested Sideways Cheeto because of a story uh, he remembered from another player on the team who was eating Cheetos and almost choked because one of them went down whole sideways. <laughs> he was like, man, oh, I thought I was going to die. And I was like, that's perfect. That's a great story. That's our team name. Oh, SWC Evan, I see you. Power up, and he yeah. does. Oh, this I, they don't show anything spectacular. It's like is you frag Evan. Me. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, don't, I don't have any like amazing, uh, amazing plays that I can point out. Um, unfortunately, so Quake Three does have a a recording system where it can record my point of view for the whole map and everything. Mm-hmm. But something was. The servers, we were, the servers we were playing on were using a special modification of the game to make it unlagged. So, like, everyone's playing on LAN, even if you're in Europe. Oh. So, something in there prevented me from 
recording my point of view. Okay. Unfortunately. Okay. Because then, um, you know, I I felt like I played pretty well and uh I would have rendered my own video, but alas. And that's alright. Yeah. So it's if good. anyone cares about Quake, probably no one. But I, I figured that, you know, the the tournament organizi- organizers put together this uh these cuts from the from the final finals and I figured I'd post it. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Now, tell us about your game, James. Uh I mean it's the usual self lighting bullshit. Star Citizen is uh Star Citizen's releasing three point fourteen. Uh it's the first game ever to have a gas giant rendered in full clouds, in full volumetric clouds. If you're seeing the video, this is one of the landing pads from Orison. 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 I was going to ask if if we are seeing 3.14 behind you. Yeah, that's it right there. That's it right there. This is one of the things. Everything's like a pink haze. And, I mean, this video I posted is two minutes long. Don't watch it now. Like, don't stop and watch while you're watching the show. Evan, don't you watch it. I mean, you're not going to watch it anyway, but uh, you should watch it. I don't mean you're not going to... When I say you're not going to watch it anyway, I mean you're not going to watch it now. But you should <laughs> You should watch it because it's only two minutes and it's beautiful. Like, Star Citizen's not good at many things. Like, I'm, I'm aware enough to know what Star Citizen is. <laughs> it's a screenshot simulator, okay? But one of the things it is good at is creating these videos that you're like, oh, ah, ooh. And that's what this video is. So they go over, like, all the new features, but it's, like, done, like, in a trailer sort of presentation. And then there's something in 3.14 people are, like, obsessing about. And, you know, it's there's a statue of the first megafauna that's going to be in the game, this whale. They're, they're not talking about that. There's a actual... Uh, art installation that makes sounds in coordination with the physicalized wind in the game. Like, if if someone made a sculpture that was an art instrument, there's that in the game. They're not talking about that. Inside one of the places, there's a big screen that spans the wall and wraps all the way around. If you look at the screen and zoom in on this animated screen you can see pixels as though you were looking at a screen mm-hmm. in real life. That's cool. And I was like, I, I was, people said, oh, this is fucking crazy. And I was like, that's not a big deal. And then I watched a video today where, where before the show where a lady was talking about it and she was like, they don't have to render that. Like, this is like a video playing within a fucking video game. They don't need to show this like you're actually looking at a big-ass fucking screen. Like, the kind of screen that would exist if if in today Samsung said, okay, here's a big screen that's 8 feet long and 40 feet... 8 feet tall and 40 feet long, you know, and wraps around a wall, you know? But that's mm-hmm. what they did there because CIG cares about a level of detail that games just don't care about. I don't know if that's to commend them or to disparage them. I don't know, honestly. I mean, I gotta say, James, 
2030, when this game finally gets its yeah. full release, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Too bad no one will play games like this anymore. <laughs> Everyone will be in VR, AR, something like that, or on the moon, or some shit like that. When this fucking thing comes out, who knows? I don't know, man. But anyway, this video is cool to watch. So whether you play Star Citizen or not, or you're interested in it or not, watch the video. It's cool. You'll get, you should get goosebumps from it. If you played a game before, you'll appreciate the detail. I mean, I think the fact that it's a, and I mean, it's a rare end case, right? Like a a planet within a game that is a a gas giant larger than the size of Earth. And they've made the entire thing with no core. It's all clouds. And it's all rendered in-game with moving clouds that move in counterclockwise circular patterns all throughout the rings of the planet. And you can go down to each cloud, no loading screen. It's pretty amazing. So that's that's now, the cool thing about it. Have This is available, and have you played it? Yeah, I played it. How does it... Uh, how does your computer handle it? Ten. Ten frames a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Almost unplayable. Oh, Almost yeah. unplayable. You probably need like a fucking SGI fucking quantum machine to play this thing. So I have a 2070 Super and uh, 48 gigs of RAM, I think, or 32 gigs of RAM. Mm-hmm. It's everything's set to ultra. That's probably part of it, and also my computer's like in funky shape. It probably needs to be a little, needs a, a zhuzhing, you know. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it runs like garbage. Honestly, it runs really bad. It's not a pleasurable. It's okay. But I mean, it looks beautiful. It looks great. I mean, I'm I'm saying I'm kind of fucking up when I'm saying ten. I might get between sixteen and twenty four frames. You know, not the 30 or 29 you want, and definitely not the 60 or 124 that you really love, you know? Because once you get in 60 frames, things look really great, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, I'm, I I don't run the frame counter because I know it's bad. I know in previous iterations of Star Citizen, getting 16 frames is, like, pretty normal, you know? Before they added Orison in, or, Orison in you could get 30, 40 frames, and in other parts of the of the verse, you would get you can probably still get that. But if you're on this fucking planet, forget about it. Forget about it, bro. Your frames are gonna be in the fucking shitter. Absolute shitter. The game didn't crash. I guess that's Good. a bonus, you know. Alright. Well, time to spend ten grand on a new gaming system. Yeah, right. Or fucking go to China and kill a bunch of people so I can get a get a twenty eighty at thirty eighty again. Yeah, <laughs> or wait for uh, a they'll find some way to whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck it is. I, I mean, know. it's. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I can't see a time when uh, computer store shelves or Amazon will be stocked with video cards at normal prices. Yeah, me neither. In the next, you know, two or three years. Yeah, me neither. People said that you can buy thirty eighties, thirty nineties, or thirty eighties at Best Buy for regular price, but mm-hmm. they come in, they basically come in stock and they're gone. Yeah. Like you just, you can get them for like 600 or $700, but you really need to put in the order or like just be, get lucky. Go in there and they happen to have them. Like 
maybe you know somebody at Best Buy who can who says, "Oh, we getting some coming in," you know? Yeah. Make make friends with the <laughs> warehouse manager. Exactly. But otherwise, you're probably not going to see them. So. Yeah, I'd like to get a 3080 someday. Me too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything in product review other than I mean I guess my uh, my gummies could be a product review, a very positive one. I have gotten a new uh, a new mouse pad actually. I could probably show that. Nothing fancy. It was sixty dollars. Ooh. Because it shipped from. It's Sweden. one of those ones with the breasts on it. Uh, unfortunately, not. It is a oh. uh, plain plain black. Uh, it's a hard. It's a flexible hard surface. Um. Damn. No breasts. No butt cheeks. Sixty dollars. I nope. don't know, man. I know. No and foam rubber does, butts. <laughs> it's it's crazy what this hobby does to you. <laughs> That's the truth. But I'll say, much like a uh, a finely oiled pair of breasts, this has basically zero friction, <laughs> which is uh, excellent. There you go. Uh, for 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 what I need it for. There you and go. I, you know, I was hesitant, but I figure I spend sixty. I'll spend sixty dollars on something that's absolutely not useful. Which I need to stop doing. But, you know, this is, to me, this will probably last um, a couple of years. So 60 bucks, not bad. Good. Nice. I have to, uh, sad to report the loss of my ice mat, which I had, re I brought back into the world, instead of using it again. I had the box for it. It was still in the box. I took it mm -hmm. out of the box, put it on my computer, was using it. This is like a, about a month ago. And I think for whatever reason, I put it on the floor, and then I stepped on it. Oof. Yeah, sad. I had that ice mat for years. It was great. It was it's reliable those as fuck. Are, those are like collector's items now. You probably could have got 150 bucks for that. Oh, my God. Don't say that, bro. Sorry. It was. I'll it give was, you a recommendation, though. It was if you want another... Too. It was like charity. brand, like pristine. Yeah, it was. Well, if you want another glass mouse pad, let me know. I'll tell you where to go. I mean, it's going to cost you like seventy bucks, but oh my which God. you know you you probably don't need to spend that. What did the ice uh, mat? Did you buy me that ice mat? I did not. I wonder what I paid for that. I think I bought it at CompUSA. I don't think I ordered that online. It's pre-online buying stuff. I think I ordered that. I think I got that at CompUSA or maybe Best Buy or something. I think I paid 20 bucks for it or less. Mm -hmm. It was cheap. It was like yeah. people didn't appreciate that stuff back then. They sure did. You know? That mat, that thing was nice. Smoked glass. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I was, I'm I, sorry for your my loss. My heart broke inside when I stepped on it. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I seriously was very rarely when things break around here am I like oh no but this was like oh my god because yeah. I had it such a long time and I kept the box it was in the box kept cherry you know what I mean I mean I used it but I kept it clean it's easy to clean it's glass it was great yep you know yeah and it was yeah. like my and secret once again, weapon like, it's my secret almost FPS no friction weapon. yeah no friction zero yeah it's great what is that material what is that one made out of uh, I, I'll say this is just like polycarbonate, some kind of plastic, but there's, um, it's a super fine texture. So with, you know, decent mouse feet, which are pretty much on everything these days, I mean, you can slide corner to corner 
just by like tapping your mouse. Not too so. reflective for laser mice. No, not at all. Okay, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Yeah. Um, what's next? Yum update. Nothing really to report here. I've been uh, leaning more towards uh, increasing my meat intake, which I may or may not have mentioned a couple weeks ago. Um, I need to go back to need to go to Costco, get some of their primal roasts, oh. cut up my own steaks, get some good meat. I've been thinking about like whether or not to cut out vegetables entirely, and I think a compromise would be if I make meatloaf. And put in some like shredded carrots and like shredded on uh you know grated carrots and grated onion and stuff. I like a little bit of that and add some moisture to the meat. And uh, you know who doesn't like a good loaf? Easy prep and easy but to I... reheat. True, meatloaf is great the second time around and the third. Yeah, it very rarely lets me down. But I definitely need to uh, to tighten things up. Stop eating, you know, a pound of rice with my takeout Chinese food or whatever it may be. No more, no more Milky Way candy bars, etc., etc. Uh, but uh, you know, it's tough, James. I know, brother. Trust me. Um, it must be done. Yeah. Uh, I have, you know, I have been fighting a battle with Grubhub for many months. Oh yeah, yeah. Where Grubhub puts a gun to my head mm-hmm. and forces me to buy food two times a day, maybe three. And not only is it killing my wallet, but it's also killing my waistline. So what I decided was this week, I had been doing this before, which had helped me stop. But what I decided is I'm going to use Instacart. Here's why. One, because when I go to the grocery store, I impulse buy. You know? Sometimes I'll go in and be like, I just want this. But what happens is I make a special trip to buy a thing or buy these things, and I always forget something. When I go on Instacart, what happens is I go on there and I'm taking more time browsing at my leisure, adding things to the cart, and then just ordering it. And the price, the cost to order something through Instacart for some reason is like still infinitely cheaper than like ordering a meal from Grubhub, mm-hmm. you know? And you're you're paying, the prices are reasonable. Like maybe there's a 10 cent or 25 cent markup for shipping, but it's not even that. You pay a flat shipping free. I don't think they charge you anything more for the food. You know, because I've bought a loaf of yeah. bread, it was like a dollar. You know what I mean? So I order from Instacart, and it comes as fast or faster than if I had ordered a, a meal from Instacart, from what's it call it? They just go, the lady goes, and they immediately go and act into action. I think that's has a, has a psychological effect, because when you order from Grubhub or DoorDash or Uber Eats or something like that, you go on their website... An email or something is sent to a system at Chinese Chaumain Takeout or whatever, and they start working your order. A driver, while they're working the order, a driver is either making arrangements to come or he's on his way to your their place. He picks up the food. Hopefully everything aligns. He gets the food, and he drives back to you. 
this place, I don't know, maybe it's just the whole process is a little bit different because you're not there's like less middlemen. A order is placed. John, Jane Doe or John Doe gets the order. They go to the grocery store. They maybe they're hanging out at the grocery store chilling, I don't know, waiting for an order. But they go to the grocery store, they just start shopping. They pick up your shit and you can watch in real time on your phone as they fill their cart with shit. I didn't they, know that. Yeah, they they don't find something, they they text you in the shops in the app, in the uh, chat app. You have an open chat link with them at all times while the shopping's happening, and they text. They'll tell you in the chat, "Hey, hey, I can't find Velveeta cheese, whatever. Do you want this substitution product? Or I can't find this thing. Do you want this product or whatever? And you can say yes or no or cancel it or whatever, and they'll just cancel on the spot, whatever." You know, or you want to add something? If I decide, like, halfway through, I want to add Rice Krispie Treats. They're like, okay. They put it in. I get charged on the back end. Transparent to me. They go get the Rice Krispie Treats while they're at the store. No big deal. The lady or the guy comes here. They drop off the shit at the door. So, when I order through Grubhub, I have to tell them specific instructions in the thing. Dial this code at the door. It calls my phone. I will buzz you in. Take the elevator to the second floor. I'll meet you at the elevator. Basically what happens is I put those instructions in. They call me. I get a call from lobby. I buzz them in. I go to the front door. I stick my head out and say, hey, because the elevator is right there. Okay? Before, like when I first started this whole process, nine times out of ten, the person would be outside the door and wait. He'd say, I'm here. You know, and I had I was dealing with gout and like feeling sick, and then COVID's happening and shit. I wasn't trying to walk downstairs, or I couldn't walk downstairs. Never once has an Instacart person told me I cannot bring my food to you. Never once have they not figured it out. Never once have they not called me or somehow made it in the building. Sometimes they don't even say anything. I'll just get a message on the app saying your food's delivered with a picture of the food at my front door. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck they get in the building. They're like fucking ninjas. <laughs> So I decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to order from Instacart. Okay, so I ordered one of my favorite things is I used to order this from Roganart every morning, this fucking restaurant. It would be two croissants with sausage, egg, and cheese, and maybe a ham sandwich for later. I'd order all that, and I'd have the ham sandwich for lunch. So this time what I've been doing was I just ordered two boxes of croissants. That's... A third of the price of one of those sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. And then I ordered eggs and sausage and bacon. And I just make my own in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know? So I did that for two Worst days. Worst case, you could get the... They make, like, you know, sausage, egg, and cheese croissants in the frozen food section. Worst I case, mean, you could get a couple of those boxes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's still cheaper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But, uh... I want to avoid that because I want to make sure that, number one, I can control the portions. I know you could do that with the frozen things, but I'll just eat those like fucking their chiclets, man. I'll literally just <laughs> heat them up, heap up like four of them, and be like, oh, but, 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 you know what I mean? So this, I go through this effort of cooking, cleaning, all this stuff. It's a whole process. There's more accomplishment when I finish it. Then I come out, the croissant's raggedy as fuck, but I'm like, oh, I made this, and it's all toasted. I'm like, just how I want it. I eat that. I'm like, and then I'm satisfied as fuck. You know, there's a whole, like, mental process happening, and it's good for me, you know? So I did that, and then I made, I bought, uh, one thing I love to have 
which I very rarely get, but I love to have them, is like um, tortillas. So mm-hmm. I got some tortillas so I can make little tacos or little shitty burritos, you know what I mean, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, basically, so I'm getting the exotic breakfast stuff I want, and I bought some, like, I bought two packs of chicken breasts, massive packs of chicken breasts. One of them, I cooked the entire pack of chicken breasts. I just put it in the fucking saw, in the, in the, in the skillet, all of it. I used, Michael put me on to your seasoning, the 21 Salute. Oh, it's great, huh? Yeah. So I, yeah, it's, it's got it's no great. salt in it. I put it all on the fucking chicken, cover the chicken both sides with the 21 Salute, put it inside the fucking thing. And uh, actually, Michael gave me this when he had an extra one, so he gave me one. I put it in the fucking thing. I cover it with foil, and I walk away. Put it on low heat, and I walk away. I come back in five minutes. I flip all the chicken breasts. Come back in five minutes. Flip all the chicken breasts. Come back in five minutes. Flip all the chicken breasts. It's done. Still juicy and succulent. I took one for breakfast, and then I put all the rest of them in a Tupperware dish, close it up, put in the refrigerator. And I've been eating on that same pack of chicken all week. You know? So, Mm -hmm. you know. That's good. I'm also an impulsive shopper. Uh, I'll give you a very recent example. My dinner last night, I really wanted like a chicken Caesar salad. Yeah. I thought about, uh, there's a pizza place here called Marco's. I don't think they're in Maryland, but they might be. They have a decent family-sized chicken Caesar salad. It's like nine bucks. I was like, you know what? I don't want to spend nine dollars on a salad. I already had the the roasted chicken uh, cut up. I had some, you know, sautéed mushrooms. I had some some like shredded parmesan and and romano blend to put on it. So I was like, I don't have lettuce. So I went to the grocery store. I needed a head of lettuce. I walked out fifty dollars lighter, having lettuce, some fucking like no sugar tea some energy drinks some other bullshit i was like oh this is interesting so you know something a trip that should have cost less than two dollars ends up fifty dollars so i've i understand where you're coming from and i might consider using instacart as well although if i do my meat shopping at costco they really have very little like other interesting groceries that i want to try instacart so has costco help. Okay. So I I've been thinking I've been thinking I'll probably try this week. I haven't tried it yet, but I looked on there and I saw Costco there, and I was like, I have a Costco card. I never go to Costco. Yeah. Because Costco's a pain in the ass. You know. So I could go to I could go through Instacart because I would order meat and chicken from Costco, way cheaper. Way. And they have good meat, dude. Their meat quality is tier one. You know, compared to the grocery store. So, like, I tried to order steaks from the groceries from through Instacart, and I was like, dude, you don't know what you're going to fucking get. Like, you yeah. want to you see it. You know, you, like, a steak is the kind of thing you want to go there, put your eyes on it, maybe hold it, look at it, look at that fat content. I don't know what Rajiv and Becca is going to fucking pick up for me when they go to the store. Becca might not know a way around a fucking steak, you know? so Just give him a 20, James, and say, give me a nice steak. That we've been we know there. how that turns out. Yeah, we've been there before. <laughs> you end up with a fucking, someone brings you back a fucking roast. <laughs> it's a steak, right? No, bitch! <laughs> no, that's all muscle, ho! <laughs> yeah. Good, good times. Yeah, good times, good times. Not mad well, at it. Consider that. And uh, a final comment on Grubhub, the way you describe them, um, 
it seems to me like they're a financial and uh, biological terrorist organization. Oh, dude, they're horrible. They steal your money. They're, they make you unhealthy. Yeah, and the quality's meh. And they're expensive. I mean, it's... Uh, dude, I ordered... So I was at uh, a friend's house yesterday doing... Um, helping her with some projects at her house. And they have a place near their house called M&M, M&N Pizza. And I told you about this. Like, mm-hmm. crazy weird pizzas. Those pizzas... The first time she ordered our lunch, quote unquote, and her lunch, the lunch she ordered was from, she ordered through Uber Eats, was $64. What was it? What the fuck did she order? She ordered from a a a bao place. Bao was like Vietnamese. uh, Like Chinese steamed buns. Like steamed buns, yeah. And it was like bao, they do bao and dim sum. So she ordered the dim sum bao platter, which was amazing. Their bao... And her dim sum, wow, wow. And she ordered two two rice bowls, right? I got Kung Pao and she got uh, orange chicken. Both of them were fucking gross. <laughs> really? They're disgusting. It's like super, their bao and dim sum, amazing. The rice bowls, just boring as fuck. Like, you, you've eaten a better rice bowl from a place that ends in an innies. In any town <laughs> in North America, you know. Yeah, yeah. So she bought she brought lunch, so I had to buy dinner. So I ordered from this M and M place, right? And we picked out the two pizzas. The two pizzas cost seventy five dollars. You know? Can you imagine? And I imagine I imagine they're not giant pizzas. No, I mean, well, well one's a fourteen inch, one's a twelve inch. So okay. I mean, decent size. The fourteen inch is decent size, but um. The the cost of the pizza in the app, one piece was nineteen dollars. Mm-hmm. I know if you went to the store, it's probably a twelve dollar pizza. That on stacked on top of the, all the fees, Grubhub tra- charges. All these organizations are horrible, dude. I mean, they're not going yeah. anywhere because they Americans are lazy and we love fucking shit that makes our lives easier. But Instacart is like cheat mode, dude. If you don't care, like, if you don't care about like whatever. Like, when you're buying meat, that's one thing. You know, you're buying chicken, that's something different, because chicken is kind of hard to fuck up. Like, you don't need to see the striations on a fucking chicken breast, you know? Right. But, um, you know, you definitely want to see the muscle and the fat constitute, con- you know, con- what's going on with the fat on a piece of steak. You know, but 90% of the things you order from a grocery store, someone's picking up a box and being like, yep, this is Chex Frosted Flakes, and that's it. <laughs> you know? So mm-hmm. that's not a big deal. You know, that stuff, like, let somebody else do that, you know. And, yeah, if you're ordering from Costco, Costco has good meat. So 9 times of 10, you're not going to get trash if someone brings you meat from Costco. Yep. But, uh, yeah. I'll, the, I'll have to give that a try. Yeah, the Grubhub shit is, like, hard pass, dude. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. It just, I'm lazy as fuck. Dude, I had a seat. I had so many bags sitting here next to my desk from Grubhub, like, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner from five days. I was like, I can't. I got to stop. And it's so expensive. I probably spend like four or $500 a week on Grubhub alone. You know, if not That's more. a lot. Yeah, hell yeah, it's a lot. Can you imagine? I remember uh, several years ago when I was having a big issue with gout and I wasn't able to get out very much. I had the same meal delivery service. I don't think it was Grubhub. It wasn't Uber. It, I don't think it was Uber Eats. There was DoorDash. another one. No, there was another one that I think is like not 
as popular anymore. I can't remember because I, I don't have the app installed anymore. But say you order from McDonald's or like some, you know, drive-through burger place, and you know the an individual item or a meal might be thirty cents more or like a dollar fifty more or something like that. Then the delivery fee at the time was a dollar fifty. I was like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple months later, the delivery fee was like $5 or $7. And at that point, I'm already out. I'm like, not dealing with this. Yeah. I can only imagine what it is now. Yeah. I mean, if you order food and it comes up to $40, it will be nothing for the fees at the end, the delivery fee, the driver fee, and all the other fees they stack on will bring the price up to 60 bucks. That's nothing for that. Yeah. That's commonplace for that to happen. And I, I, I'm a firm believer that they have an inflated tax rate and inflated everything. Like everything's everything's pushed to nudge the fee, the price, what they're getting from this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so. would say just you know, if if you're helping someone out like you were, uh I mean, you know, going going to get the food yourselves would be a good time to just take a break. Yeah, I mean, in this particular case, I was just greedy. I'm not going to lie. Like you said. And it's convenient. But from here at home, I won't do that anymore. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's not a... I just... It's much easier to just order the food, like, on a Wednesday afternoon and then have everything just show up and then I just put the food away, you know, mm-hmm. and cook. Like, I've been cooking all week and it's perfectly fine. For breakfast, I took a piece of chicken and some frozen sausages, some brown and served sausages that came in a bag and a freezer bag that I ordered. And I heated all that up and with two eggs and scrambled it together and threw some cheese on it. And I was good to go, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was great. So, you know, yep. James, I'm excited for us. I am too, man. Uh, I'll be excited to make it through this year (laughs) without (laughs) without a stint. Yeah. That'll be happy days. Hashtag goals. Yeah. All right. Um, going down to the extra section, uh, my second link in here is the gummies I described earlier. And the first link is uh, a a short music video of a guy named, I think it was Charles, Charlie. Charlie Robbins. Robbins. Robbins, yeah. Yep. Charlie Robbins. He is, there's a new... Um, it's by a company called Neural DSP. They're like architect, archi- archetype uh, sort of packs where it's like, you know how electric guitars, you have pedals and pedal boards and you can yeah. fucking mix tones and stuff. This is, you do it on the computer. And this archetype pack is from Tim Henson, who is the lead guitarist of Polyphia. Yeah, this sounds like, like Polyphia. Uh, yeah. But this guy, I just discovered this guy like three days ago. I've been listening to this two minute video non-fucking-stop. And he actually advertises a little bit of uh, his his full-length album at the end with the yellow background. It's 40 minutes. It's phenomenal. This guy is, like, legitimately one of the best guitar players I've ever heard. And I love the tone that comes from this uh, archetype neural DSP pack because I love how Tim Henson and Polyphia sounds. So hearing someone else who I think is, like, on par with their uh you know proficiency in the electric guitar is is just like literally and figuratively music to my ears now you'll hear a lot of like palm muting 
and uh, fingerboard tapping, different techniques and harmonics and everything. But if anyone's listening to this and you feel like taking two minutes out of your time, I would actually appreciate if you listen to this. I really hope you like it. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it. Um, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I So I read this, right? And of course, you know, I know who Tim Henson is because I love Polyphia. You, like, you put me on Tim a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in my, it's in my, probably my most repeated thing on my playlist, on the SoundCloud playlist. So it's funny when I read this, I read Charlie Robbins x Tim Henson Neuro DSP, and I was just like, "What is this? Uh, is this like, um, like the Muppets? Is some Muppet related thing?" <laughs> Like Jim Henson, the musician? new album? And I had, it was muted. So I saw him playing a guitar and I was like, oh, he's playing like a Muppet song <laughs> with the guitar. I was like, this is yeah. a weird thing, but okay. And then I listened to it and I basically heard like the Polyphia sound and I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. You know, <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> no, Polyphia is awesome, dude. And this is, it already sounds really good. I can't wait to like dive yeah. into this and like give it a good listen. So yeah, very good. Nice. Yeah. And I don't. Uh, did you have anything else you want to talk about? Extras? No, I'll Last add. I'll, I'll hopefully add some pictures for you guys and some other stuff down there, but nothing else to talk about. We're good. Cool. All right. Uh, well, I'll close out the show. We appreciate you all for listening. If you're still with us, uh, check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. You can see all of our social links uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, etc. Uh, ways to get in contact with us if you want to send all three of us a synchronized email send it to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com and we will uh, probably respond to you at least one of us um, there are ways to support the podcast through Patreon and or Amazon affiliate link once again you can find that on our website once again iopanelpodcast.com we appreciate your time and we'll talk to you next week Trying to see through your flaws Cause I know that you got so much more To give You made a real mess but I miss you though Cause I can go to sleep when I'm alone Again Say you wanna fix our problems How long should I be waiting? Feels like I've had too much of drama but I'm not ready to give in
But I'm not ready to give in 